have a quote that I think will resonate with you because you and I have talked often about the power of sort of being underestimated. Oh, yeah, I love that. And the quote is, everybody likes a kidder, but nobody lends them money. Yeah, um, I think that's a little, that's similar vein. Yeah, this is more, there are people you like in your life to be around, and there are people you like in your life to work with. And those are not the same. We usually, often, it's great when those are the same people, but usually they are not. And I think it's more that um, it's about being serious. And it's about, you know, authenticity and seriousness. And when you're a kidder, maybe a lot of times people don't take you serious and you and i i would ca- i would ca- i would classify as as a, as kidders you know yeah, I, mean? I wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't balk at that yeah we give people a bad time and stuff like that and uh it does um more than anything at times i think um people lock you into a framework and you get pigeonholed, I, i've got sure. yeah and i've gotten i've gotten the comment many times at work uh and in my personal life when things get serious people are like I have uh, not seen that side of you before. Well, you are you are a person that I've worked with that I've known that has one of the biggest deltas I've ever seen in that mm-hmm. you're very laid back, very jokey, 95, 97% of the time. But whoa, when there's, <laughs> there's, there's a difference between Mashi and Mosh. When Mosh comes out, oh, it's spicy. Oh, boy, let's mm-hmm. go. All right. And usually... Yeah, it's in a convention center, in my experience. Yeah, naturally. Oh, it's been in a few boardrooms. It's I'm been. Sure. In a, yeah, I, that's fair. There was a there was a famous moment where I was in a meeting with John, and a comment was made that was basically like, um, you know, in in a very polite way, just the the person that was leading the negotiation on their side just basically said, that, "John, you're a liar." He didn't say it in those words. Yeah, and. And I was in. The, I I I know a meeting he was referencing. The person I believe who made the comment um, made some commitments verbally that he never should have done, and it was coming back on him. And I get it, but that was not. And I don't. The, then then we started going in on it. And the next thing I know, I remember feeling John's arm on my shoulder, just saying, "Okay, we need a bathroom break." <laughs> we get down there, and he's like, "You got it." He's like, "Pull back." I'm like this is fucking bullshit. He's like, "No, no, no, it is." But it's shocking back. for people though, and I'm the same. I'm the same way with you. I find it being jokey and being a kidder makes it easier to get through the vast majority of life, personal life and professional life. To be honest, it's just a nice mm. lubricant to sort of get through social interactions. But it makes it hard when you need people to take you seriously, and I think people like you and I end up overcorrecting a little bit as a result, which is what makes people be like, "Whoa, that is not the Dennis I am used to." Oh boy, I haven't. Um... I think it depends on the levels. The people that I'm, um, the people that I'm quite close to that I spend a lot of time with, even those who've never maybe seen that side of me in a business side or a personal side, um, at a certain point they're like, "Oh, okay, you know, he, he, he's serious. There, there, there's something in the, under there." And I think people feel the same way about you um, once once they get to know you. And and so this is this is the difference between um, being underestimated and being properly estimated in a lot of ways. Being underestimated is the idea that there is there is some steel beneath the velvet in this case, right? There is something there. It's just not always apparent. Um, you know, being, I think that there's a lot to be said for how you present yourself mm-hmm. and for really understanding the value of things like um, humility and for really uh, understanding the value of things about 
forgiveness, acceptance, and kindness. Um, being forgiving, accept, accepting, kind, and humble. None of that is really genuine if you don't have a choice. It's forced on you. If you don't have the power and the wherewithal and the strength of character or strength of personality to act in a different way, then you aren't restraining yourself. You aren't acting in a humble way. You aren't um, being kind or accepting. You're being a punching bag and you're just accepting everything that's happening to you. There's a right. difference. Those times you know? when you when you need to be or you decide to be that harder version of yourself, they buy you the runway to live life easier the rest of the time, right? And and you need to you need to have a hardness. And you don't you don't need to be a kidder. You can just be that way at all times. Sure. But if you aren't restraining yourself in some way, if you aren't um accepting certain situations and saying, you know, this doesn't matter. You know, for instance, like if I'm out with my loved ones and friends, this has happened many times at bars, you can say or do whatever you want to me. I don't give a shit. I don't know you. Mm -hmm. What I don't want is anyone touching me. I don't like to be touched by, you know, like, and I don't want anyone approaching people I care about. There's where I draw the line. Don't say anything about them, you know? Um, and I think that it's okay to be accepting of, of a lot of things. And, and, and indeed, I think you should be. And in fact, I believe, I feel I'm overprotective. I, I need to, that's one thing I need to work on. Like I get, I get very defensive. I've been out at times and, and things have been said and you know, there's just like, wait, what? It's like, no, dude, what are you, what are you upset about? You're like, okay, sorry. I just got a little mad there. Um, but I think that you're not really restraining yourself. That's the way you live life. You're not really finding center and peace and, and, and drawing yourself in to be humble and, and kind. If that's how, that's, if you have no choice, if that's how you have to live life, Right. What I also think is important for me personally, because I have vices, is to not be overtly um, controlling, mm -hmm. to not be overtly manipulative or, or manipulative in any way, overtly or sub uh, or covertly. Because the other thing about being a friendly, charismatic person is you can do those things. You can control people without, you know, if you want to, you can kind of like nudge them in this direction or that direction without them knowing it, um, if you're good at it. And and live life that way. And in fact, you know, as much as I love my father, that's very much what he did. That's very much how he lived life. And in fact, towards the end of his life, we had a very candid conversation where he's like, I just assumed you would do these things because that's how I live life. And I was like, Well, I don't want to live life like that, Dad. Nikki often you know? um, gets frustrated with me because I'll do that, even if it's something like trivial, like let's say we're in a group setting, we're deciding where to go for dinner. I'm good at kind of steering the group narrative towards what I want. And that's just always been the way I've lived my life, right? Mm -hmm. And she gets frustrated now. She's like, well, because she feels like that gives me more responsibility. To, like, look out for people I care about and stuff and, like, look after their needs because I have the ability to do that. But I'm like your father in that sense. I'm like, doesn't everybody just do that? What are you talking about? I don't understand. And it turns out the answer is no. Um, but that is not my experience. It's very difficult for me to imagine it any other way. I think that um, you should find a way to, I mean... It's a good tool to have. It's a good arrow to have in the quiver. And of course, it can be used for magnanimous and beneficial sure. purposes. But I think that doing that at all. And so like one of the things that I like to do a lot in situations like that, and um, I do this all the time in my my personal life, my professional life, I'll say something like, well, I want to go to Nando's. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm That's telling my you guys, stake. Yeah. I'm going to be part of this conversation, but straight up cards on the table, I want to go to Nando's. And then I will do everything I can to nudge everyone towards Nando's. But, but you're, I really you're, feel being, like... you're being open about it, right? You're being yeah. overhanded, not underhanded. Something that yes. frustrates me to no end, and this is not something Nikki does. I want to make that clear because based on how I said this earlier, it's going to sound like it is, but it's not at all. Is people who say, 
I don't really care what we do. Oh, oh not they, that, oh. not that, not that though. Not that yeah. though. That drives me crazy. That's that, that, so that's what I, I say this all the time. Um, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. You cannot know what you want to do, but you lose your veto power. You can Correct. say, I don't know. Or, or, and I, and I've been guilty of this. I say, you know what? You know what? Y'all I'm in that mood. I don't know what I want to do, but I know what I don't want to do. You and know? that's and okay. That's, that's an opinion too. You cop to it. Right. Um, but I think going going back to this idea, a reference you'll appreciate before we get too far off is my friend group and I call that F sixing. By the way, and we can leave it. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Um, I think that the idea that, um, and again, this 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 wraps into this idea of like you know, to to be to to have can kind of I think self mastery and control of yourself, which I think is important, which doesn't mean you're overtly shutting things down, but it's, it's, it's knowing yourself, knowing what proclivities you have, what vices you have. And I bring up this idea of manipulation stuff because uh, I started my career in law as a, mm-hmm. at a, as an attorney in a large firm, a professional um, manipulator. And I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I, I graduated law school one of the worst times. And then I ended up getting laid off as did almost everyone in my class it was crushing blow, but it was, a, it was a very humbling blow. And I, I do think I needed that. One of the things I reflect on with, and I hope I'm not gilding the lily here, is I say that it was a good thing because I think that life would have been a very bad life for me. It would have fed too many vices in me without giving me enough time and maturity. I was in my mid twenties to really understand how to deal with that situation. And I think it would have made me a very, very bad person. Uh, I think it would have been a very successful, you know, in that world person, but not a person I would like today. And so, um, I think that when we when we look at who we are, I think we also have to look at who we could be mm-hmm. in both a good and bad sense and understand what are we restraining? How are we living with that? And restraining things isn't locking them in a box and shuffling them in the bottom. It's embracing them and kind of rather than being an oak against those those winds that buffet us internally, being the willow that blows with them and understands what direction we're going in. What that all comes back down to is a kid or her uh, and letting them money. Um, you you, you want to be serious enough, I think, um, behind it all so that people can take you seriously when they need to. Um, and that's different. Like if you're always a kidder and there's people in my life who are all kidders and be like, Whoa, so and so's a doctor. I did not even see that side of them. You know, I did yeah. what? Um, and so I think that, you know, that there is that persona. Um, and I think you and I lead lives at a casual level where people have that, um, have that persona, um, at a more personal level, I think, there is, you know, you, you learn a lot about yourself. Like I've learned now that I'm very goal oriented. I've learned now that I do like to be in control of a lot of things. And I've learned now that, um, you know, um, I'll, I'll take care of things. It's one of the things I actually have a lot of confidence in myself. as like, if things, and I learned this at events, if the shit hits the fan and it's not even like, I'm like, oh, don't worry, you guys, I'll take care of it. I'll just be like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to do this. And yeah, you know what? I'm very comfortable running five miles in the wrong direction and then going, I thought we had to do something. I thought this was it. This wasn't it. This is we not it. Yeah. Now. But what's I don't it? like to stand around and watch it unfold around me. What's You want to be an active participant. I understand that. What's interesting mm-hmm. to me and what's something I've struggled with a lot is if the delta between the version of yourself that you feel and the version of yourself that you present is, it's not even necessarily if the delta is too big. It's more if the delta is big enough for too long. It gets very easy to lose sight of what's underneath mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. play the part of the the kidder in this case for too long, eventually you just start to, you start to believe that story yourself, and then it gets very difficult to scrape scrape it away and see what's underneath because you've you've masked it not just from the other people around you but from you yourself as well, and that's something I've struggled with in the past too. And this disconnect between, well, what are my actual emotions and what am I just saying my emotions are? 
that's tricky too. So I think it's it's important to try and center yourself and be it through journaling or meditating or playing video games or going for a run or whatever. Try and quiet down the upper parts of your mind and anchor yourself a little bit. I think the 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 real key to it all when we get down to it, by the way, there's a great Doctor Who quote by the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker, the greatest Doctor of all time, where he says, there's no point in being grown up if you can't be childish, um, mm-hmm. is when we when we talk about the kidder, and when we talk about, and we've talked about this with game playing and the inner child, when we talk about that jovial, fun-loving side of us, it must be genuine. Don't make it a mask. Make it your inner child. Make it the things you love. Make it the jokes you have. Make it the, you know, if you, for me, I have a job where I get to appeal back, for instance, to, 80s wrestling, which I grew up watching and loving. Um, and so when I have childlike euphoria at single Hulk Hogan auto, that's real. <laughs> I love the Hulkster. You know, he's not a great person. I, I mean, not a bad person. He's a human, right? And we, and we get to see a lot of his dirty laundry. But um, I think it's important that when we talk about kidders, be genuine. Tell the jokes that make you laugh, not the jokes that you think your audience wants to hear. Even if you're the only one laughing, sing those stupid songs that are stuck in your head. Even if they're 80s songs that nobody in the room is going to get, be genuine because if you don't do that you will fall into what you're talking about Dennis then it's just a mask then you're acting yourself yeah then then you're just playing a part for your audience that is dangerous and that's what being in law was going to do for me and in fact that's how Mm -hmm. I led my life for I mean fucking 20 years okay that is dangerous therein lies madness that is you staring into the abyss and the abyss staring back into it's all those things that you don't want to do because you think you're playing a part and then all of a sudden you lose the threads of where the part ends and the real you is. No matter how centered you think you are, no matter how much you're meditating, you do that. And trust me, you can do all that, get finished, stand up, and step right back into the role you were playing. 